Hello and welcome to My Neurodivergent Mind. I'm your host, Noelle, and today we're talking about my hyperfixations. I can just love one thing for months and do it or watch it or listen to it every second of every day. And then suddenly, it's just like it never existed to me. Sometimes it might pop back up again, but it's usually for a shorter amount of time and it never sticks consistently. It always ends at some point, and if it does come back, it comes back less intensely and for a shorter amount of time. Now, let's dive into my hyperfixations, past and present. First, before we really talk about hyperfixations, we need to know what one is. On Google, it says it's an obsessive preoccupation with a person, an object, or an activity. Like a new friend, or a new pen you got. Like, say, fountain pens. You saw one, and you thought, oh my gosh, that is so cool. And then you start collecting them. That can be a hyperfixation. As long as it's, like, really intense, all you like for an extended period of time, and then you just lose interest. Or like a TV show, like Glee, or playing tennis. That's like an activity, an example, Um, which both were hyperfixations of mine, by the way. That's like an intense focus on a certain thing for an extended period of time. And it's like a complete immersion into it where like that object person or activity is your life for that certain amount of time and if you've heard of hyperfixations before you've probably heard of special interests before so a lot of people don't know the difference and I didn't know the difference for a while too um So I googled it, did research, heard from what other neurotypical have to say, or, oh shit, (laughs) heard from what other neurotypical people have to say, sorry, and it basically came down to a hyperfixation is more of an obsession that happens for a period of time, and a special interest is like a passion that will be there forever, just sometimes it fades to the background, but you can always pick it up, and it will always be just as intense as you left it, but it's like always there, just sometimes fades to the back, and you pick it right up. That's like your joy, you keep returning to it, it's always ongoing, it just disappears sometimes, where a hyperfixation is more of a one-off thing that um, is like a piece of escapism that you're really, really into, really obsessed with. And sometimes it can override your needs. And you can also hyperfixate on a special in- interest. And uh, a hyperfixation really, like, takes over your life. It's not bad. It's just intense. And sometimes you can be focusing too much on it and ignoring hygiene and homework stuff like that 
I know I've done that. So my current hyperfixations are knitting. Oh my gosh, I've knitted so many scarves. I kind of lost it for a second. It went to a little dip, but I'm back to making scarves. Um, my sewing hyperfixation, that has definitely disappeared. Now I think it's just, like, something I'll do if I have, like, a hole in my clothes or something. It's not a hyperfixation anymore, so that's a past one. I, oh my gosh, I am so into eyeliner right now and eccentric makeup. Like, I've always sort of liked makeup, you know, makeup is a hobby, but right now, eyeliner and eccentric makeup is a real hyperfixation. I just bought these amazing mascaras, one's white and one's red, and I bought a red eyeliner and a black and red, like, matte lipstick, and I am so ready to just go with the most intense fucking weird looks I can I'm just like so into it right now I swear I was jumping up and down flapping my arms for like five whole minutes when I got the makeup and saw how I looked in it oh my gosh um monoskin so in love with them right now I it's faded a little bit because um recently I went to a concert of theirs that was in Seattle And, like, up until the concert, I was listening to their music every second of every day. And then afterwards, I was listening to it for every second of every day. Now that's sort of slowed down because right now I'm kind of into Madonna. Uh, I really like uh, her music. I really like Hung Up. That is such a good song. So, yeah. Monoskin is fading a little. I can tell that hyperfixation might be leaving, but I'm still very much in love with them. But I I think like the hyperfixation will be gone soon. Um oh my gosh, my favorite form of jewelry is pearls. And I'm sure the pearls I have are fake because real pearls are probably super expensive. And I don't think they can be ethically sourced since I'm not sure how pearls are really, you know, gotten. And if that kills the oyster or I think it's oysters that make them, maybe clams too. I'm not really sure. I haven't researched it much because I'm more just interested in the look pearls have. They are so gorgeous. I love them. I will plan an outfit, and I will make the pearls fit. Or I'll just put them on for some, like, boldness. I love pearls right now. They're absolutely gorgeous. (laughs) Someone actually, um, my AP environmental science teacher asked me if pearls were my birthstone, because I have, like, I have five pearl bracelets. I actually have three sets of pearl earrings, and I have a pearl necklace. And I also have another pearl necklace that also has, like, little um, alternating charms on them, which would fit with more of, like, a pink outfit. But I haven't been wearing those lately because I'm just so obsessed with, like, the the round, like, 
the round pearls that look like actual pearls instead of the like shiny a little weird shaped pearls with the like pink charms in, in between them but yeah I love pearls oh my gosh and then this year I am taking ceramics I know this is going to be a semester long um hyper fixation because I mean I'm going to be obsessed with it past the semester I know this hyper fixation might last a while I'm not sure if it's turning into a special interest um it might be because uh I kind of started looking at art schools just in case they offer like a ceramics degree but none of them do it's all under the category of fine arts where you have like a ceramics class or a ceramics unit or something which kind of bums me out because I just want like a degree in ceramics that would be so cool I would love to do that um but yeah I'm really into ceramics right now I I'm working on a personal project right now where I'm making a tea set and the cups are mushrooms and I'm gonna I'm working on the teapot and I think I'm gonna make it a mushroom too and then I'm gonna make little like tea plates like two plates per cup where one plate is gonna be for the teacup and then another one is gonna be bigger and for food and I think I'm gonna make them in a leaf pattern or I'm also gonna make them mushrooms because I kind of want some contrasting but I don't know if they'll look completely separate from the thing and it'll look like it's from a complete different tea set I don't really want that so I think I'm just gonna make them all mushroom pattern but they're all gonna be like the I don't really know mushroom types but you know the stereotypical red and white mushrooms they're all gonna be that look but I'm trying to make the shapes a bit unique and I don't know I might change up the colors I might but I'm not sure. I think I'm fine with just having the uh, red with white polka dots. That sounds like it's going to turn out great. I hope it turns out great. Anyways, this is embarrassing, but I, (laughs) one of my guilty pleasure TV shows is Glee, and I am forcing my mom to watch it with me. I think she actually likes it now, now that she's watched up until season six, which is the last season. But, like, she, I think my dad says she just likes watching TV with me, which is really nice, because I like watching TV with her. I think that's one of the big ways we connect, is watching shows together. But I just really got into Glee again, and... We have binged that show. We are almost done with it. It's horrendous. But I'm like so fucking into it right now. It had a little bit of a dip in the middle because of Monoskin. And they're too like music themed. Like they're too sort of in the same category where Glee is a music TV show. And Monoskin is just music. And then the concert sort of got in the middle of that or around like when I was really starting off with my uh, Glee hyperfixation. So that sort of put it in a lull 
but once my mom really started getting into it with me, then, like, that's really when it became, like, okay, here's our nightly, like, five Glee episodes, (laughs) but yeah, I'm sure once I finish the show, there's gonna be a little residual, I wish they rebooted it, oh my gosh, they could have done this, they could have done that, here's what they could have done with the ending, you know, stuff like that, and then it's gonna fade and, I don't know, might resurface as, like, a little nostalgia thing where I should binge Glee in, like, a few years. Okay, now to more of my past ones. I already mentioned sewing, um, because I put it in the wrong category. I thought I was still into that, and then I realized I haven't sewn in four fucking ever. Like, I used to sew so much. I used to sew doll clothes, which is a segue I used to be so hyper-focused on dolls. I would, it started off when my Nana um, had calico critters, and I still want calico critters. Those are like, it is my dream to have calico critters, and just like every few months remember that I have them, and then get super invested in them, and start drama with them because that's what I love to do that's why I love dolls that's like they are such a like creative device I swear with my stuffed animals I used to play court with them where I would be the lawyer one would be the judge one would be the person I'm like defending or whatever and then there would be like another attorney and um like, the plaintiff or the defendant or whatever the fuck. I didn't know how it worked back then. So, I would just (laughs) play court with my stuffed animals and it would be really bad because, I don't know if you know this, but stuffed animals can't really talk. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so I like dolls. Um, they're used, I'm sure they still exist, but enchantables, oh my gosh, I absolutely love them. There were so many love triangles, so many affairs. It was amazing. I wish I still had enchantables because those things were amazing. My Barbie dolls, oh my gosh, they were like there was so much drama. And uh, what else? I I had so many Our Generation Girl dolls. They were like knockoff uh, American Girl dolls. And I bought, like, a horse set. I bought, like, a hospital, um, like, hospital stuff for them. I had, like, three dolls. I still have one, and I still have, um, oh, the, I have the vet kit. And I actually bought a diner for them. I bought an Our Generation Girls diner. I played with it for like a month and then it just sat on my floor and sat there and then my parents sold it because I didn't use it and then um painting oh my gosh painting I used to love that that's something that I think will come back as a hobby because I still have paint 
and I like painting rocks. I think that's a hobby that's just sort of fallen on the back burner because I'm overwhelmed with school. But it was a hyperfixation at one point where I was just painting and painting and painting. I had my own, I still have my own art account on Instagram that's supposed to be anonymous, but everybody who follows it, pretty much everybody who follows it knows it's me. Literally, like, my whole family follows me on it. I'm sure they can connect that this whole family of people with the same last name who's following this account, they're probably related to the owner of this account. But yeah, I have one of my favorite paintings hung up on my wall. I gave, like, my favorite painting to this person who I had a crush on. Like, oh, this was years ago, by the way. Like, um, I used to have a crush on them, and then we started talking again, and I was going to visit because I used to live in the same town as them, and I wanted to give them a gift. So, I gave them my favorite painting. I kind of regret it, <laughs> but I also, I'm glad that they can appreciate it now. Uh, anyways, wood burning. That was a real hyperfixation. I bought, like, a how-to book on wood burning. I bought a bunch of different heads for my wood burning tool to make different shapes. I have a bunch of fucking wooden circles that I have not used because, oh my gosh, wooden circles are so hard to use because the grain is so weird because it's just like a circular grain. So it makes it so hard to burn in a line. But like, I, <laughs> I made so much stuff. I was so interested in it. I loved wood burning. And then it just like, bam, face off, like fall off the face of the planet. As, like, it never even existed to me. I have forgotten so many times that I still have my wood-burning stuff. And sometimes I'll think about using it, but it's just, like, ugh, that's so much work, and I'm not, I'm not even that interested in it. Like, it just died. Um, okay. Another thing, I have a Polaroid camera. I absolutely love taking Polaroid pictures, but I haven't been lately. Now it's just sort of, oh, I have a Polaroid camera. I'll bring it with me on vacation. You know, I'll take a picture of my friend, but it's not really a hyper fixation anymore. But I remember when it was, it lasted for two years because two years in a row, I had my parents buy me Polaroid film for my birthday for my camera. And I would take pictures of everything. I have stacks of paper. I remember when I first moved to Maple Valley. I just walked around taking pictures outside. And most of them sucked ass. Because it was too dark outside or like too gloomy outside that they didn't develop right. So then it was just like basically <laughs> just an all black picture. Which it was like day out. It was just gloomy and a bit early in the morning and that was when I got approached by two Mormon missionaries and at first I thought they were just two men who were gonna like come kill me <laughs> because when two men walk up behind you and they're just like grown men trying to talk to you um a closeted non-binary person who 
sort of thought they were a girl at that time. I was scared for my life that whole time. Like, (laughs) I was just shaking. And then they were like, yeah, do you believe in God? Do you want to join our church? And I was like, whoa, 180, what? (laughs) Wow. And that really just shows how, how unaware straight white men can be about, like, the fear they instill in queer people, people of color, uh, like, women, you know. I mean, I'm not a woman, but I know women. I used to identify as a woman. I know the fear that straight white men can instill in people. (laughs) The fact that they were so unaware of their privilege and the, like, power and just dangerous presence they hold. That's just uncanny. Like, I can't even imagine not knowing that, like, every minority views you as a threat to their safety. And then when they were like, hey, would you like to join our church? I was like, oh, fuck. Now I want out of here even more because two straight white Christian or Mormon men? No, thank you. So I was just like, yeah, no, I'm an atheist. I I should get home. Um, my parents are probably waiting for me. So then I just stared at them until they were like out of sight as they walked off. And they handed me a business card for like their church. And I was like, <laughs> and then I went home and I was like, hey, do you want to join the Mormon church? And, and then I threw it away because I was joking to my dad. Of course, he doesn't want to join the Mormon church. Um, anyways, yeah. Polaroid pictures. So into them. I loved them. I had stacks and stacks of film that I would go through in like a week. But yeah, that resurfaced when I moved here and then it just sort of, (laughs) it just sort of died. It's like something that I still do, but it's definitely not a hyperfixation. Um, another thing, which I know is gonna be wildly unpopular but it's the truth I was obsessed so hyper fixated on the dream SMP it's just like so creative and the lore and I love Minecraft it's such a creative device and the way that they innovated that creative device and reminded me of my childhood like that reminded me of Dan TDM and his whole like um his whole mod showings through his, like, story and the plot. I absolutely loved that. And the Dream SMP just reminded me of that. But, like, so much fun. And then things got all, like, too big. Plots were diverging too much. It got too complicated and kind of boring. And too much, like, drama and controversy with (laughs) fucking weirdos and stuff. And, you know, how they never communicated and ignored the smaller creators on the SMP and just everyone did their own thing. Like, it started falling apart and it died real fast for me. Uh, It's not something I really check up in on anymore. Oh my gosh. Another thing. Miraculous Ladybug. Or the Tales of 
miraculous ladybug and cat noir, whichever you want to call it. But I was obsessed with that show. I forced my parents to watch it. Like, not even with me. I was just like, you need to watch this. And then I was like, the next day, I was like, did you watch the first episode? Did you watch the second episode? Did you watch the third episode? How did you like it? What did you think? Looking back, awful show. Oh my god. It was like, every episode was a filler episode. Constantly running in circles. Oh my gosh. Stupid love triangle or love square, and then I heard that the square fucking flipped in recent seasons, I kind of want to check in on it again, but I know that it's just going to be a boring mess, so I'm like, why waste my time with that, and I don't want to get obsessed with this shitty show again, because I already love shitty shows, I, I already have Glee right now, I don't need to get back into this awful animated show, who, the creator I've actually heard is kind of a dick, but yeah, I mean, oh, that was rambling. I'm sorry. I know I talked pretty fast and rambled a lot and got a bit off topic, but that's sort of how I work. I repeat things a lot. I ramble a lot. I get off topic, but I'm sure you know the gist of it, you know? Hyperfixations. I have them. I've had them. Sometimes they turn into hobbies. Sometimes they're just occasional things that, oh, I remember I have this thing. Maybe I can use it. But they never really come back as hyperfixations. Hyperfixations are like intense, one-time obsessions. And usually mine last a few months. If it's, if it's really good or something that might have potential to turn into a special interest then it can last for like a year or two but usually it doesn't last that long I mean like I took plant science uh last year and I thought that was a hyperfixation I'm sure I did hyperfixate on it I hyperfixate on a lot of my electives but I think that actually has turned into a special interest and a dream for my future. But yeah, hyperfixations can evolve a lot and or devolve and disappear. It really just depends on how your mind works, how that certain hyperfixation works. It's really subjective everything every single thing is a fucking spectrum and my hyperfixations are definitely a spectrum i mean they're all pretty weird and you know you can sense a little bit of a pattern but there's always outliers and you can't really predict how long one is gonna last for me so i guess that's it for this episode. I think next episode I'm going to talk about stimming or self-stimulatory actions. Um, yeah, I'm going to talk about stimming and I hope you'll tune in for another episode. I hope you listen to the first episode. You don't have to. These episodes have no order. It's just the order of release. Uh, there's no actual, like, you need to listen to this one first. You don't. 
do whatever the fuck you want. Don't listen again. Do listen again. Listen to all of them. Listen to some of them. I can be boring. I can be rambly. I can be interesting. And I can be fun. Depends on who's asking. Depends on who's listening. I hope you find me fun. I hope you want to listen. And I hope you tune in for my next episode on stemming. Goodbye.